Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. This is episode 123, and we have a returning guest. He was on the podcast once back, um, looks like probably about 70 beers ago, I don't know. Um, Jeff Warner in the house, what's up? Hey, what's up everybody? Happy uh, to be back. Yeah, glad to have you. It's been quite a minute, been huh? too long. <laughs> yeah, we were just looking at the beers on the shelves, and... Um, uh, you know, for someone that I spend a lot of my time with, you've been on this podcast not a lot of times. Yeah. It's almost like you're Mike Cruck in this bitch. Oh, is he only one or two of these? He's only one. Oh. <laughs> well, they got him beat. So, yeah, now you got him beat. Episode one, two, three, you know, my birth date, 123. So this should be a great one, huh? I, I, I'm hoping so. <laughs> How you've been? How was your weekend? I know I asked this knowing what you did this weekend I because say, i was probably with you. was with you i don't remember <laughs> was that the reunion yes not even my reunion jeff showed up at our 10-year high school reunion as himself yeah <laughs> uh which was a pretty good time right i don't know if you even got I, to meet any of uh I don't remember some class. of it <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember some at the end so sorry classmates if i weirded you out by my uh drunkenness and my excitedness to have you all over after the reunion <laughs> you're just a social butterfly nick I can't help myself. Um, <laughs> uh, so and then Sunday we went out to B Dubs and football. Uh, watched some football, which we will get into in a second. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, what did you do? We do we hang out on Friday? Probably. What do we do on Friday? You no, know, we hang out just too much. Did I have people over on Friday? I think Friday. I did. I can't even remember. I, did I have can't remember yesterday, Friday. let alone Friday. <laughs> it's all a big blur when you hang out with us because we do the same thing pretty much every weekend. Drink our ass off. <laughs> Speaking of drinking, what are we drinking tonight? Oh, let's see what we've got here. We have Founders Civilized Brute IPA. It's an extra dry Indian pale ale. 6%. You always... Give me the stronger ones. I appreciate that. I, I put I, when I was at the grocery store, you know, doing my grocery shopping and picking out the beer. I put the, my original one back, which was going to be a seven point seven. I was Ooh. like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> last time, we so were, I switched to six. You yeah, know? Last time we were six point six six. I remember that. The devil, yep, lives within us all. Let's open these up, motherfucker. Oh, it smells good already. To be honest, I had tried one. Before this podcast, mm. ooh, that is right that up is my alley. An extra dry Indian Pale Ale, as it says. Uh, never seen this beer before. Uh, I think it might be new. Did something happen with the founders downtown? Yeah, there was a big controversy. What happened? Uh, there was. <laughs> it's a long story. Uh, one of their employees was passed over for um, promotions and such due to his skin color okay um and apparently there was a lot of back and forth and then he got fired and it turned into a big thing yeah you would think founders wouldn't be that kind of especially founders in detroit wouldn't be that kind of a place right right (laughs) i don't know if the guy was from the detroit location necessarily didn't they close the detroit location down or did i read that wrong i think they did that's fucked man that was the only cool thing about going to the masonic temple is right there yeah Huh? You ever been there to the Detroit I've one? I've never been to no, not the Founders. I know I've been to Atwater and yeah, Detroit. Right, the Founders was like the coolest of all of them. Um, Definitely never seen this beer. Yeah, it's cool. It's in a blue can. Uh, I don't know what these logos on it are. It looks 
Civilized. Civilized brute. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Founders is great. They're going to, one in Grand Rapids is amazing. I had a great night there once. Beer number one. Sports. Ooh. On to sports. Let's start with Thanksgiving since this last podcast that I made came out, I think, probably on Thanksgiving before the games were played. Um, Lions. <laughs> they lost for the second year in a row on Thanksgiving to the Bears. They were starting their third string quarterback who was a rookie signed off waivers so uh he didn't david play blau <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't play too bad for thank I mean, for being thrust into it like right that. yeah thankfully he didn't play too good because the lions need to lose the rest of their games <laughs> right <laughs> so we can fire everybody and per usual we were up at one point right probably we've been we we've led away we've led in every single game yeah and we've only managed to win three of them <laughs> we tied one though <laughs> oh goodness the lions yeah, you know, um, how are you feeling about Patricia and Bob Quinn at this point? I've seen a lot of better, or a lot of uh, call for him to be fired these days. Yep, I say get him out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, three wins, that's that's not what you're looking for. That's not what you it's need. It's terrible. And that's... he's had two years at this point, right? Has it been two this or has it been sec- three? This is his second Okay, year. I was going to say. It goes by so quick, sometimes I'm like, I don't know, but... Yeah, it might be time for a, a change. I mean, we need we need something. We are impatient. All of our teams in Detroit suck right now. <laughs> they it's do. so terrible. I know. We we went on a run of having like a couple good teams, and now we're back. And in we've this. always had the Lions. At least they're consistent. Oh but, yeah. Um, uh, it's not even the fact that it's like that he's like a terrible head coach. Well, I think he's is a, ter- is a terrible head coach. It's mainly the fact that. The weakest part of our team is what he specializes in from New England in the defense. <laughs> defense and we've yeah. given up like an incredible amount of yards. We make Mitch Trubisky look like a superstar whenever he plays us, and he's a garbage, terrible quarterback. Yeah. Um, so we are right in familiar territory, bottom of our division, but the only bright side is that there's a really good chance we could lose the rest of our games. And if that happens, there's a really good chance we could yet land a prospect like Chase Young, um, the pass rusher from ohio state or i mean depending on how serious this stafford this mysterious stafford injury is we could even land the top quarterback which i mean i'm not i'm i like stafford uh he's proven himself to me this year but if he's gonna have this lingering back issue for the rest of his career and he's old it might be time to draft his replacement similar to how the packers did it with aaron Rodgers and brett Favre. yeah i'm, I'm totally on board with that um, get that burroughs guy from lsu man <laughs> Not that I've watched like a second of LSU game, but I hear a lot of people talk highly of him. Hear the, hear the hype? Hear the hype. Hear the hype, believe the hype. I, I'm a sucker for believing in every single hype. So, always notoriously, I am a, a very optimistic fan, and I've grown increasingly sour over the years. It is very, very sad. Nick Wigella, head coach. Lines 2020. Give bring it on. I won't know how to do anything, but I'll be able to bring people together. I'll I'll make that team a team, and people will like hanging out with me. I just got to hire the right people around me. I feel like Wigella brothers. Come your, on, your version of bringing them together would be like, all right, guys, we're throwing a party today. We're getting drunk, getting fucking hammered after game day, every game day, and we're gonna talk about what went well and what went wrong. Yep. <laughs> review that game film. Um, other notes from Thanksgiving. Buffalo beat Dallas, and Josh Allen actually looked like a really good quarterback. Um, he's starting to come alive. I was very low on him to start the year, 
um, to start his season. Like when he when he came out, um, what was that? Two years ago, mm-hmm. he was like my least favorite quarterback, and I, I liked Josh Rosen the most, which shows how much I fucking know. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's cool. Um, I believe the Saints beat the Falcons, yeah, expectedly, and we we're on off to this Sunday where the game of the week. Ravens versus uh, 49ers. Ooh, yes, please. Lamar Jackson, MVP, baby. <laughs> Only reason I'm anything in fantasy. Went in there, um, didn't play super well, but played good enough and beat uh, a lot of people's Super Bowl pick. And now, like, that's kind of both <laughs> AFC and NFC, 49ers and Ravens. He had rough weather his last game, too, and he still came yeah. out on top. Fantasy-wise, man, that guy is crazy because he rushes for so much and just – I don't know, and then he now he knows how to pass all of a sudden from <laughs> which is scary last year, for like every other team. That offensive coordinator is getting a head coaching job next year. Speaking of head coaching jobs, <laughs> sorry, I'm just flowing right Segway. with these transitions today. Um, uh, <laughs> Ron Rivera fired from oh, the yeah. uh, Carolina Saw Panthers um, in a kind of what I thought was surprising move to fire a coach that took you to the Super Bowl midseason when you're on a backup quarterback, like. Yeah, like what are you supposed to do? I don't know. I mean, why haven't the Lions fired Patricia? Patricia right? <laughs> what are we doing, guys? Take note. Like, see, that's how a real fucking franchise does it. When you're not happy with something and how it's working, fucking and you don't gone. see how the future is going, get them out. Get them out of there. Get them out of here. Seahawks jump on top of their division with their win over uh, who the fuck do they play on Monday? What am I forgetting? Oh my god, I had people playing. Um. You know what? All my players were on the It was a close game. Oh, the Vikings. My bad. Sorry. Um, uh, yeah. They beat the Vikings, making the Vikings take still safely in the wild card for the NFC playoff race with the Packers uh, on top. But, you know, that's looming. Good for the Lions because if that keeps going, then the Packers are going to actually have to play somebody against us in the last game of the season like they haven't had to a, a lot of the time. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> Anything else notable from the NFL? Uh. No. I mean, the last thing I saw was that head coach getting fired. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's crazy. Yes. I thought the same thing. Like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> Fire everybody in the world. I don't fucking care. Yep. You <laughs> lost. You gone. You know what? The Cowboys need to fire Jason, Jason Garrett. They're somehow the still Cowboys on top of that division. Freaking dumpster fire. They're gone. They're just going just, to. They just got first round uh, <laughs> walkout written all over them because they're going to have to play either. Uh, as of now, the Vikings, the Packers, the 49ers, or the Seahawks. I think probably they'll play the uh, Seahawks because I don't think the Seahawks are. Oh, I'm sorry, the 49ers. So I think the Seahawks win that division. Russell's and underrated, man. Russell is the other person that could be contending for MVP. He's he's like sneaky. Like no one ever yeah. talks about him, but he's so I good. Think I heard the other day he hasn't ever had a single MVP vote, which is kind of maddening. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He gets slept on every year. Two-time Super Bowl quarterback, one-time Super Bowl winning quarterback, and one of the biggest blowouts in a Super Bowl ever. And just watch him play. He he's just so mobile and like he he makes the big plays. He's 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 amazing. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I actually do like him. I don't know. I don't really care for the Seahawks. But I did pick them to win their division, so I'm excited that they're on top now. And it's going to go well for my bet against my brother Mitchell. We're the loser of – we made like five bets, and the loser has to buy the other person a jersey. So sure. it means I'm one step closer to getting my Baratheon-labeled Milwaukee Bucks jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Which, speaking of the Bucks, 
<laughs> they come to town tonight to play the Pistons, or the Pistons go there. I don't know, one of the two. And uh, the Bucks, I believe, are on top of the East and are showing dominance over everyone um, because they have Giannis Antetokounmpo, the best Ooh. player in the league. Can't even say you, that. Do you know shit about basketball? Nope. Ah, my favorite sport. Should get into it. It's coming from a combat sports background. <laughs> I uh, I just can't. I've tried. It's it's like soccer to me. Too much flopping. Yeah. Much, I just not enough contact. Yeah. So do you like do you like hockey? I do like hockey. Hockey's pretty dope. Red yes. Wings are pretty garbage. Yes. I think they're the worst in the league. There are if not, they're close. Detroit, man. Detroit. We, we know man. how to do it big. Detroit, the city may be coming back, but our sports teams are not. Our sports teams are staying together. They don't all wanna <laughs> yeah. wanna win at the same time. And I believe yesterday Michigan and Michigan State basketball both lost their big games. Yep. Michigan State notoriously always loses to Duke. I think they've won three times in the last decade against Duke. Michigan played Louisville. Um, I think Michigan only scored 43 points, which is <laughs> so, bad, so bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the Pistons did blow out the Cavaliers, who are now coached by John Beeline last night, which, you know, who cares? They're the Pistons. They're not going anywhere. Right. So who fucking cares? Well, I don't know why I'm talking about them. Um, so combat sports. <laughs> Let's talk about those for a minute because we don't get to talk about those oh, often really? on this podcast. Huh. Well, uh What's Let's new? start by defining what a combat sport is. Uh, that would be a you know boxing, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, MMA. It's probably the biggest, uh, yeah, biggest one that you know. Would you consider would WWE wrestling a combat sport or more a combat drama? It's probably combat drama. I've never got into it. Mm-hmm. It is very, very physical. Yeah. Um, if you've ever seen the movie The Wrestler, you, you know <laughs> I that's not. A, it's tough on your body. I mean, like you <laughs> literally get the shit kicked out of you. Um, but it is all for theatrics. I mean, they have matches that obviously there's a script and then how it's going to go. Right. Um, I've seen some like like this TV show I watched called Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Mm. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but they did like the segment. love that show. <laughs> right? Isn't it great? Ugh. They did a segment on Vince McMahon a while ago, and they're like showing like all the ridiculous shit he used to do because like, he was like a character in it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, John <laughs> Oliver just... makes politics fun. Like I wasn't ever even remotely into politics until that show came out, and I was like, Hell yeah. Whoa. And he has pretty much the same views on shit as me, so there you go. <laughs> um, uh, oh, before we jump into this, um, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about the XFL, because we're speaking, speaking of Vince McMahon, you know, the creator of the XFL and the recreator of the XFL too, whatever it's whatever it is now. Hmm. But they somehow had the power to block the Lions from signing um, one of the quarterbacks that's already on their roster, which is pretty crazy. I don't. I don't know. Is that like a legal thing? Like, I think in part of the contracts in the XFL, you're not allowed to go to the NFL if they block you. Wow. Which is pretty wild. Don't go to the... Yeah. Like, I, Vince McMahon created uh, WWE and also was co-creator of uh, the XFL back in the day, which the XFL failed miserably. Oh, yeah. I can't see him being with how smart and how good of a... Like, uh, entertainment creator he is, this failing again, or at least him not having a much better plan than last time so what do you yeah. think you think it's gonna think it's gonna um, be do you think a springtime football league can exist oh sure i mean there's always gonna be a hunger for that i mean because the a the aaf or whatever it was it was this year failed incredibly, <laughs> incredibly fast. fast yeah i mean you gotta think he learned from his, his mistakes like you said i mean he's a businessman he it's not his first go around and uh you know 
like I said, there's a there's a hunger for that when as soon as the season's over. I mean, that's all we're thinking about is next season and then yeah, just the build up to it. So imagine year round. I mean, that's <laughs> I don't know if that'll dilute our excitement for the actual NFL or, or like how that'll work, but there's definitely a market for it. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know with the revolving sports. I mean, obviously there's there's other sports people watch in that time period and and you know in the summer, but I still think it could do well. Yeah, um, I think there's a chance, but I mean, like in terms of that time, that's when basketball and hockey start kicking up, and you right. also got March Madness mixed in there, which is like one of the best times of year for people, especially people who like like fantasy sports and like generally semi gambling on sports. You know, I wouldn't call like doing a bracket or playing fantasy football like straight up gambling on sports, which it is, it is, but absolutely, it's it's, it's, it's different. It's a little different. It's more of like a cultural thing that everyone does, rather than like putting like. 10 bucks on a game or something or button against the spread that's like more hardcore but um i think the xfl's problem is it's gonna have to what it really should do is it really should be focusing on fantasy websites and like trying to get that shit set up through like yahoo and espn for their own league because if you have a fantasy team with the xfl you're gonna watch the xfl yeah absolutely we we tried to me and my brother tried to get a league going for the aaf AAF I don't remember what it was but um we there was like only one site that was running them and it just crashed every time we tried (laughs) so Hmm. um there's a market there and people love fucking fantasy so I do um but also it's gonna take like part of the offseason with the NFL for me at least is you got all that build up to the draft we're just thinking about the whole time and then you got right after the draft you're just like immediately start thinking about fantasy and planning your strategy at least for us because we do our uh, draft selection process so so early so you know what pick you are sure so then it's just constant preparation um hundreds of mock drafts <laughs> yeah if i get into the xfl it's going to ruin my fantasy career because i'm going to be too into the xfl to, to research for half a year you know this poisonous poisonous shit in my brain that i'm just spending so much time on this product <laughs> but i guess what else is there to do sure self-improvement come on yeah learn a new <laughs> language nah Gross. Who's got time for that? <laughs> All right. Well, um, back to contact sports, Jeff. Ooh. Um, so, have there been any big fights lately? Big fights? Um, I mean, nothing, nothing too crazy. The biggest news right now is the return of Conor McGregor. He's back. He's coming back. He's allowed back. Isn't he, didn't he, has he been going crazy, like throwing a shit at bit. buses he and stuff? Punched an old guy, and you know, he's he's a little wild, but he's the one that found fought. Um. Uh, Mayweather, Mayweather right? yes. Absolutely. He got his ass kicked. Yeah, but for $100 million, I'd do that too. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all watched that over here, actually. We, we talk, definitely talked about this so in the podcast back in the day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, he's actually coming back. He's going to be fighting Donald Cerrone, who's uh, probably my favorite fighter of all time. Okay. Just the most not doesn't give any fucks, will fight anyone, anytime kind of guy. And uh, So you got your money on Cerrone. I do. I mean, he's he's much bigger. So yeah, I don't know why he wanted to come back to this fight, but uh, McGregor probably looking for more money. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sure I'm actually I'm sure glad it's happening because cut. being my favorite fighter, I want him to get paid like like some of the bigger fighters in the world. And uh, fighting Conor McGregor will get you a nice fat paycheck. So, oh, for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I've never really gotten into that to MMA. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of kind of a little scary to me. <laughs> sure imagining I'm, I'm naturally not a violent person so it's just seeing somebody get punched in the face it's like kind of cringeworthy you know 
It's like how some people, uh, notably my uh, ex roommate and friend Kurt, can't watch *Impractical Jokers*. Like it's 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 hilarious how I used to walk out of the room, and I feel some sometimes like that when watching fighting. Well, Nick, you're not supposed to get punched in the face. The object is to stop your opponent from doing that. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with, uh, like, I think I would kind of like to play the sport. Like, we've grappled, like, back in our past, you know, and whatnot. We didn't do, like, face hits. Sure. But uh, I like the I like the mechanics of getting out of shit oh, and yeah. defending from and it. And that makes watching it almost infinitely better than someone mm-hmm. who has no background or who's never rolled around or grappled like that. Because you, you know... It almost uh, a lot of people who don't watch combat sports will say mm-hmm. like, "Oh, they're hugging, like they're doing this," and you know it's because they don't understand what's going on. There's a lot of intricacies, yeah. like you said, of, of techniques to, you know, to to escapes, sweeps. I mean, there's a number of things that people do, um, you know, when they're down there, mm-hmm. and uh, that's a huge part of it. And, and wrestling is a, a huge part of it as well. Yeah. See, like I don't know shit about the technical terms. I just know if I'm ever in the place, like I. Just have, I think I have naturally good instincts to get out of this shit. Sure. You're squirmy. We got a dog in the house eating the bone down here, but that's fine. It's just a little chewing. If you hear that in the background, Jeff is not chewing a bone, and nor am I. <laughs> it's just Stella, the friendly neighborhood podcast dog. Um, what are the other sports you mentioned besides MMA? Uh, are there, is there anyone that, are, that is big? Besides it, like like you, as besides, big as MMA, besides like UFC, combat sports wise, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like uh, there's Bellator, there's I'm trying to think. Some of them come and go. Um, there used to be like WEC, which was smaller fighters. That's that's kind of eliminated, but probably Bellator is one of the bigger ones now. Um, what is that? God. It's just a. So like the same thing. Yeah, it's like a it's like a rival company. It'd be like. Be like um, XFL NFL. Yeah, it'd be like a, a less big version, but so like pretty much the I mean, same they, rules. Yeah. Oh, exactly the same rules. There's um, no difference. No. Fuck that. Then combine combine them. Yeah, and and a lot of times you know fighters when when they leave the UFC, I mean they jump right over and you know. Or What's like if um, you're a champion over there, UFC will draft you and, and bring you up, and you know. So fight. this is just a little bit less uh, name recognition. Is oh, this yeah. one you're talking about? It literally has the exact same rules. Yeah, their fighters are probably just just as good in some cases. What I mean, are like? What are some of the rules for like UFC that like? What are some of the things you can't do? Well, uh, in in old UFC, you could do anything when it first started. Just no rules. Anything, even like kick to the nuts and kick, shit. Punch him in the nuts gouge eyes pull hair oh my god yeah whatever you want How back in the day violent did that get it, you had yeah, everyone probably had to be bald violent. yeah it was it was terrible <laughs> uh but uh nowadays obviously those things are eliminated um there's no kicking to a downed opponent to kind of protect your head oh so uh, if someone's you, down you can't yeah, you just can't like kick soccer them. kick someone in the head oh just in the head but anywhere else is fine <clears throat> yeah Besides yeah you can kick them in the body you're not allowed to kick them in the nuts right not in the nuts that's a that's a groin shot. No nut shots. There's everybody. a there's a stop in the action if that happens. Um, you know, no pulling hair, things like that. Um, I would just grow the, my hair the fuck long and like say try not to pull this. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it makes it kind of hard to get out of certain like headlocks and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on there. Uh, where if you had a bald head, just you know you pop you right, right <laughs> popping right out once yeah, you I'm, get sweaty. I'm wearing extra greasy hair. Never showering again. Yep. Uh, Slippering. There was a. Can't even see my face. You don't know where my eyes are going. You're not allowed to grease up your body or anything like that. Um, you allowed to grease up your hair? 
No. Okay, never mind. That strategy doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was an issue with, with fighters doing that at one point. Yeah. You know, they put Vaseline. People slipping, yeah, slipping well, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, because if you're facing a guy who's known for, say, jujitsu, who's going to throw you in an arm bar and you're covered in grease, there's no way he has yeah. any chance to get you. You just <laughs> pull right out. Uh, but there were fighters who were uh, taking, like, baths before the fights in, like, some kind of liquid that would, you know, soak Naturally. into their body. And then once they started sweating, it would come out. And oh, yeah, there was there so was issues with that, or they put Vaseline on your face before the fight to make sure that you know the leather gloves don't cut you as easy. And there are fighters who are taking that and just rubbing it, you know, yeah, rubbing it around, and, and that kind of stuff is, is not allowed. Got you. So if you're a naturally super sweaty person, you're probably a lot better off. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The big guys start sweating forty seconds into the match, they're doing okay. And they're slippery. Yep. But uh, are you allowed to play naked? You can't play naked. You're one to play one guy, one guy actually, uh, he wore a pretty much a banana hammock into the. That's allowed. Uh, it it was at the time for that <laughs> one fight, and then the uh, president immediately banned it after that fight. <laughs> I mean, a, it's a good strategy. A lot of a lot of stuff happened, and a lot of stuff, a lot of came stuff popped out. out. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. Hell yeah! But uh, yeah. I mean, it's so just, that's basically the crux of the rules. Yeah, I mean, it's just common sense stuff. Um, Do they still again, have like any like fighting things that don't have any rules? Like, is there any anyone out there that you know of? Because that there would is be bare knuckle crazy. There is bare knuckle boxing that's making like a, a come up. I know is a that, lot of what is what is like, that? It's just uh, instead of wearing like gloves, gloves, like you not even like UFC gloves are four ounce gloves. They're they're basically not even gloves, yeah. but there's something you know there for protection. Uh, this is just bare knuckle. We're yeah. fighting with our fist. Uh, is it like which UFC is, fighting or, bo- or actually like boxing? It's pretty much the same thing. UFC fighting. Okay. Because um, boxing, you well, there is you can't do shit. Yeah, there with, is like, boxing legs, right? as well. Yeah, no kicks. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, uh, it, it's not really good for your hands because, like, a lot of people break their hands even with gloves. So no gloves. Your hands aren't meant to fucking punch things. Right. Um, They're meant to grab things yeah. and carry them. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of bad for that. But a lot of like fighters kind of when they get older or like, you know, get cut from the league, mm. it's kind of a last resort. They'll do something like that. Um, another fun fact uh, as far <laughs> as uh, rules, uh, you're actually not allowed to throw a downward elbow. Um, you can throw an elbow across. You can, so you can't like people's elbow people? Correct. You can't just come straight down from 12 to 6. And the reason behind that is because uh, back in the day, karate expi- uh, ex- exhibitions, I guess, uh-huh. um, you know where they have like the stones and they would downward elbow right. through them all. People saw that, the people who ended up making the rules for this and figured, no, that's that's you know, what would that do to someone's head? But the thing is, it literally makes no sense because you can generate just as much force yeah, that's true. any other way. Um, but it's, way you it's can... just one of those weird rules that stuck. Yeah, that's like weird how shit like that like comes around because yeah. like somebody sees something like you know the reason that karate people can do that is it it doesn't have anything to do with how hard it is. Like right. they could do that if they were sideways bricks too, right? You know, yeah, they they pretty much freeze the the concrete or whatever they're hitting, and then when they hit it, I mean, it just splits. Or actually, it probably has something to do with the gravity of like because the bricks are on like two different things, so they're not just on right. the ground. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's lots behind it, but like, there's just no scientific reason why right. that is not allowed. But a downward, like, you know, 
three to nine elbow yeah. is. So that's just a rule that is stuck around for no reason. Yeah, super, super. And right. I guess like, what if you like do a someone's on the ground and you like do a leaping jump up and use the force of gravity to help you go down? That might make it like really dangerous. I can't imagine somebody surviving that. To be honest, like, I don't know how people. I don't know how the human body is so withstanding of all this shit trauma. Yeah. Huh? And it's also so like sometimes you can just get hit the wrong way and die too. Has anyone died from UFC? Not in the UFC, but in MMA in general, yes. A lot of times in like amateur shows, they're not mm. super highly regulated, or they don't have the best, like you know, medical staff available. Refs to stop the fight when yeah. something's going crazy. Oh yeah, because if you hold the choke too long, I mean, you'll you'll kill someone for sure. Um, so, kind of little terribly run <laughs> MMA things, and then of course, like I mean, things do happen. You know, you get like you said, you get hit the wrong way for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe something's already wrong. Who knows? But there's definitely been a couple deaths here and there. It's not a super, you know, common occurrence, but it does happen. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be shit that comes out later in life about concussions and whatnot for this sport, because how could there not? <laughs> well, they actually, uh, most recent, like, science or whatever, I don't know how accurate it is, you know. Mm-hmm. It's only it's a pretty new sport compared to other sports, but they right. say that the, uh, like, the brain CTE like damage is is lesser than things like boxing and whatnot because you're taking less blows to the head um, because they yeah. are you know four ounce gloves and not twelve ounce gloves or or ten ounce whatever boxing currently uses um, and so you know if you're getting knocked out you're getting knocked out you know quicker it's not as many continuous blows to the head which seems to be what's causing the the worst issues so yeah I mean yeah I mean that's definitely what football like continuous blows to the head for like. Like I think linemen probably get it the worst because they're just constantly running up against. People oh yeah, when people are focusing on like skilled position players, but I haven't seen too many like really older fighters that are, you know, are that bad. You know, even in, like how they mm. speak. I mean, there's a couple who've probably fought a little bit too long. Yeah. Uh, you know, some I mean, them... look at Mike Tyson; he can't talk. Right. Yeah. Well, that just might be his accent or whatever. <laughs> whatever is his up lisp. With him. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Um, did I hear that Mayweather might be coming back? I actually just heard that he said he's done. Oh, he said he's done again? Yeah. He said, I mean, I read this a couple of days ago, but he said he's going to focus on some of his promotional stuff. He's actually trying to get into MMA as well. Um, he's trying to get into MMA? Like management. Oh, okay. No, he's not going to part of as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, Why not? Go out on top and fucking just undefeated. Nobody does it. It, it. I would absolutely do it if I was him. Don't tarnish your legacy. That itch, though, it's got to be. Oh yeah, it's got to be. How competitive itch. is that guy? I've heard his work work ethic is insane. Yeah, <laughs> it has to be to get to that level, you know. Yeah, pretty much in any sport. I mean, I don't know how some some people are just so naturally talented, and then they they're the ones that don't thrive in like the main major sports. I think of Jamarcus Russell back in the day for the Raiders, the quarterback that all the talent in the world. Not much control when it came to codeine. <laughs> so, yeah. Which, you know, that's a whole different subject if we're going to talk about addiction. But <laughs> Yeah, I mean, apparently he never drank. He never did drugs. I mean, that's that's tough when you're worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. I'm sure the parties you go to are fucking wild. Yeah, no, there's no way I'm not drinking if I have that much money. Yeah. <laughs> or if I have this much money. But that's the discipline. If I host this podcast, I'm forced See, but, to drink. But now he can. And and he's also one of the smarter ones because of, 
his whole style. I mean, initially it wasn't, but as he kind of grew into the boxer that he became, he, he became very, very defensive. Um, so, I mean, think of all the the trauma he saved his head, you know? Right. Yeah, I don't know. Head shit is crazy. Like, I'm so happy I didn't play football when I was younger because, like, I mean, my brothers did. Like, my brother Mitchell did, and he has, like, joint issues from it. Sure. And, I mean, I played for one year but didn't play because I'm very terrible at any sport that involves physical violence. <laughs> um, but I have, like, no lasting issues. And I've been in a fucking traumatic car accident. Like, <laughs> I'm just, like, fucking fine. So, hell yeah to me. Fuck you, everyone. <laughs> yeah. I played. I don't think I have any any issues that I'm aware what did you, of. What did you play? Uh, I was a running back, and I was a strong safety. Damn, those are the dangerous ones, too. I know. And I was little, and I was second string, so I was pretty much doing the bitch work i'd play against the first string defense and they'd be like all right he's gonna run this play and i'd have to run it against the defense who knew which hole i was going through the fucking line <laughs> and it was just like oh cool there's a linebacker or like uh on special teams i was the wedge breaker when you were allowed to have the, the wedge for the kick returns so oh, so you re- the wall of people in front of the yeah. freaking you just went straight in there and hit oh, the guy yeah. in the middle. I just broke that up so everyone else could get through. So I just sacrificed my body. <laughs> Damn, brave man, you're brave. Oh yeah, it was fun times. Nicholas is not that brave <laughs> when it comes to shit like that. Very, yeah. very self conscious my body. I went ice skating yesterday, and I'm just thinking about like, all right, if I fall, this is how I'm gonna land to avoid hitting my head, because that's how my mind works as a Slytherin. I'm always self-preservation. Preservation. Self-preservation, baby. That's what I'm about. <laughs> How was that? I haven't skated since I was seven. Um, it was fun. Um, the ice was terrible, of course, because it always is. Um, but you know, I got to. I didn't fall. Got to go pretty fast. I'm not terrible at ice skating, so it was nice. Jenna was like all wow, wow, baby yodeling it all wow. over the fucking track. <laughs> is that the noise he makes? No, but like that's how I don't know. <laughs> she uh, had spent the night at my couch the other night. When I came downstairs in the morning, she just like had such strong baby Yoda vibes. Just like couldn't open her eyes and just like. <laughs> I don't know. I hope she made those noises. Beer <laughs> <laughs> number two. Entertainment. Shit. This is a rare set. I didn't even finish this beer. Yeah, oh, mine's. Do some work. Mine's gone. I think I've been talking too much, but now That's we're on. Thing. We're on to entertainment, Jeff, and this is where you get to this take it away. I thrive. You are the person in my life that has watched the most movies, probably more than everyone else I know combined. Absolutely. You watch a movie a day? Uh, maybe not a movie a day. It just depends on how busy I am. But I try. I mean, I watch something every day. You know, whether it's yeah. a, an episode of a TV show, a movie. Yeah, I, I at least New Girl I would say day. I probably see a movie at the movie theaters at least once a week or maybe once every two weeks, which is probably more than usual. Yeah, I thought you were because you had Movie Pass when it came out, right? I got Movie Pass before it was cool. Yeah, <laughs> I was on that shit. Were you watch, going to one every day? Oh yeah, I was. Like, that you, was when you could abuse it before they put limitations on it, and yeah, yeah I would go see movies. That I like was like I don't even know if I'll like this movie, but it's free, so I'm gonna see everything. So you're the reason that app failed. Thanks, yeah. Yeah. Jeff. You could have just done it respectively. Once a week is still more. He said I could see anything I want. I probably saw 
I didn't go every day, but I saw you know every every week what two three movies come out. I, I would yeah. see all of them. What a what a company that just I I was like try, at the point like convincing my brother to like because we have like uh, stocks together or we used to, and I was like, dude, we gotta invest in movie pass. This shit's gonna blow up because I thought they were gonna just I thought there was a, a plan for them to start making money off this, but um, you know I thought it involved like selling all your data to people, but no. No, no, didn't work. <laughs> yeah, it was from all the reports I heard. Like I, I got rid of it after a while because it just it was still new and it didn't work every time. Like there was a lot of problems I would run into where I had to call customer service because the app wasn't working correctly and waste twenty minutes on the phone before I could get my tickets. So I eventually canceled. And then after that, I heard so many reports of all the shady shit they were doing to try yeah. to keep the company afloat. And like the secret limitations they were putting and then they were also only letting you buy movie tickets at one point for movies that were like paying them like it was, it was weird mm. they also like made a couple movies right i think so they made like one starring john uh travolta i believe <laughs> <laughs> that's not what you want these days yeah wait why john travolta he's been in some terrible movies recently oh okay I thought, like the I fanatic th- i thought you were gonna do some me too shit but. Oh no, I don't know. <laughs> um uh but yeah, all right. So, what you fucking with these days? Entertainment-wise? Like hmm. what you've been you've been watching the Mandalorian? I have. Uh, or wait, no, not the No, no. I I'm waiting for the whole season to come out actually. Oh, you want to binge it? Yes. I'm 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 a spoiled like, 2019 I, person. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I I think I've said on the podcast in uh, a couple weeks ago like I was supr- I was like confused when i watched the first episode i thought everything was going to come out at once like how netflix does it but i like it this way now i retain it and i think about it for like a week yeah i mean that's always nice i remember doing that with breaking bad and Mm. you know all my shows shows. yeah it is because those cliffhangers man yeah like you said you you sit there and you think about them for that whole time my god watchman's cliffhanger Whew, I know I've been, I'm uh, guys you're not going to hear me stop talking about the Watchmen for a while it's the new Game of Thrones on this podcast because I fucking love that show and this last cliffhanger was so fucking good and I can't wait for Sunday there's only two episodes left too how many episodes a season I think it's going to be 10 um hour yeah you know it's like straight up HBO style 10 episodes nice yeah, I got to get on that. I have, get I have actually not seen that. You're into superhero shit, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like to watch a movie. I'm one of the few people who probably do. Um, I like the movie. I never read, like, the comics or anything, but, yeah, I'm, I'm at least familiar with it, you know, mm-hmm. enough to know, like you said, the, the backstory, if it kind of feeds right. off that. Yeah, you just got to know, like, the one big difference. Like, the only difference in the movie and the comics, essentially, is um, instead of, like, they use Dr. Manhattan at the end, like in the movie, you know, to unite the world by like making him like make a nuclear reaction somewhere. Yep. And it makes the world like it was on the brink of World War Two, stop fighting and join together to fight this cause. But in the actual comics, Adrian fight uh, engineers or makes a giant squid and drops it on New York and <laughs> uses a psychic blast to kill three million people. And that's what, uh, gets everyone together so very different um honestly the movie version of doc what happened with dr manhattan might have played better for audiences of a movie 
but now that it's 2019 now and like everyone's all so so much more into nerd culture than they were before like this 100%. this can make more sense now and it takes and it takes place like fucking in um like today's day and age honestly it's got a lot of black mirror mirror vibes or ugh, i can't talk black mirror vibes um uh with it like the first episode you see like a cop pulling somebody over and uh he knows he's in danger because of something he sees and he has to radio in to get like control to unlock the gun holster so he can get his gun out so it's like you know that's black mirror shit right there yeah (laughs) and you know it kind of seems like a future we could be heading towards too sure um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm never going to stop talking about the show, guys. Sorry, you're going to have to deal with it for uh, at least two more weeks. Um, and probably after that, because I'm going to be reading up on spoilers. I already read up. I know a show is going to be popular when I start reading recaps on the episodes online and yeah. after I watch them. Well, what else have I been watching lately? I just caught up on Rick and Morty. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm caught up too. They, there was not an episode this week, right? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Okay, yeah. Like the... How are you feeling about this season? Uh, I didn't care for the last episode too much. That was the crew one, right? Yeah, the the heist. Yeah. Um, it was. I mean, it was it was okay, but mm-hmm. uh, I did like the the season opener a lot. The it was where he kept. I think it was live die repeat basically, where he kept dying, yeah. coming back. That shit was funny. I. I haven't really liked this season. I think the only the only episode I really liked was um the toilet one. <laughs> yeah, that that one because was that good. one was like so dehumanizing for Rick at the end, and it's like kind of sad. And I just it was, love man. <laughs> Morty's line to uh, a fucking Jerry. He's like, "Dad, there's something I want to say. I came into today <laughs> thinking everything was your fault, and you're just a loser piece of shit father." Oh, that's it, right? That, that's it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, I like how they. Uh, the one thing that I like about that show is they do peel back kind of the layers slowly but surely uh, of Rick. Yeah, and and show that he he's pretty miserable. Like right, yeah, with himself and and with like all the the nods at how much he actually cares for Morty and all that, uh, and his family for that matter. The curse that he has of being like the most <laughs> intelligent person dude ever. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. It's show. only three episodes in. It's the only cartoon I watch. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm still gonna watch it. I'm, I'm already tied in. I'm gonna keep watching. It. <laughs> right. You gotta. You gotta see the nine nine season arc for Szechuan sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. I, there's only two more episodes left of this season. Because wait, or there's only oh, one more. Uh, there's two more, and it's like the the break. They take a break for the christmas basically yeah and then there's gonna be i think five more after that okay yeah at least there's at least they at least from what they've said there's not gonna be like that big two-year gap right they gotta order i think for 70 episodes or something like something crazy where it's like we're gonna have some 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 rick and morty for a while hell fucking yeah i know i need it i know all my shows are like watchman's got two weeks left the walking dead just ended uh for this like half until like after the super bowl um, which, you know, I don't know, Walking Dead. Have you watched The Boys? I watched The Boys, yeah. Uh, um, you that's that? Amazon, right? Yeah. I liked it a lot. I know. I'm uh, I'm waiting on that one, season two, that cliffhanger. Yeah, what a cliffhanger at the end of that one. Guys, if you haven't watched The Boys, go watch it, and we're probably going to talk about it, so skip ahead to uh, <laughs> politics, which is 
in about looks like 20 minutes so um yeah the boys the boys what uh what Homelander. a what a what a different take on superheroes where superheroes are assholes like it kind of it's kind of watchman esque yeah um in a way that it's more real but like the superheroes of watchmen are still like good people right with good well, i feel like the boys is just like straight what would happen you would monetize these superhero people yeah it's and like, like what would happen in america persona. in this fucking late stage capital world capitalism world we live in yeah it's <laughs> the same as any pop star you know you have your image and mm-hmm. you have your i'm sure freaking board of people telling you what you can and what you can't do and right <laughs> it's crazy uh yeah no i really liked that whole concept of that um, Homeland you know, any, anything, anything uh, Seth Rogen like oh, is, a, yeah. is a part of like usually is good. Have you seen Future Man? No. Ooh, you would I've, like that. I've, I've uh, that's with the guy from Hunger Games, right? Yeah, Peter. Peter. <laughs> not stupid, Peter. Not Peter. <laughs> not Peter. Peter. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, no, I haven't seen that yet. Probably should watch it if you're recommending. It. Oh yeah, you'll like it. <laughs> What do you think is going to happen in the boys? So uh, the season ended. Uh, remind me how it ended. Because like, this is the thing. That's a show I binge watched because it came out all at once. And I'm blurry on every, all the events that have taken place. So it actually ended with Homelander um, saving, um, fuck, what was his name? Keith Urban's character. I forgot his name. Is he like the main guy? The main guy. Not the main guy. Not but the, 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 like the... Main guy with the accent and Hawaiian shirts, right? Yes, the one who thought that his wife was dead the whole season. Uh, come to find out, she's actually been alive. And not only that, she had Homelander's kid, who's pretty grown at this point. He's like 12. Yeah. So, um, and, the show's uh, kind of dark. like Oh, it's really dark show. Dark. The first, that opening to it is like really good. Like <laughs> yeah. The first scene, or the first like... Sequence. Starts with like a freaking basically a rape. Like it's so dark. Wait, I thought it started. Does it start with the rape? Uh well, it starts with. Tech- it st- start with that the like the main character and his girlfriend, right? Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She That's fucking dark. Right. She shouldn't have been in the street. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you watch it, you know what. If, well, if you if you're still listening, <laughs> you probably know what i'm talking about the, <laughs> the plane scene that's that yeah. was my favorite scene me the too season it was insane. like that really showed the motivation of homelander right yeah. there like i will fucking laser all of you get yeah. back <laughs> it's like jesus you can save them you know oh what do you want me to fly back 150 times no <laughs> like, the only thing about dick. the only thing about like the whole show that i didn't really like just like just like one once one scene essentially like when they when they get the the swimming Aquaman type guy, what is his name? <laughs> uh, the Deep. Yeah, the Deep. When he goes to like, what does he go to Cleveland or? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's there, and then like some girls like taking advantage of him in like the same way like he was pressuring girls. Like I think that was a little forced. But other than that, like that was like just a forced uh, metaphor for what he used to do to people. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he got so fucked. I don't know. It sounds like Cleveland weird. where there's no water. <laughs> and yeah, other than that, like, I don't know. I really liked the show. Um, didn't, didn't know how it was going to end. Don't know how it's going to continue. See what uh, Starlight does. Yeah. Oh, I love her. 
Yeah, she's pretty cool. Um, what else? What else are we fucking with? I've been trying to put everyone on The Haunting of Hill House. I know it's been out in a while now, but it's literally my favorite show. Like I can pair it to Game of Thrones level good. I really I like it that much. Interesting. I thought the back half of it was a little less than the front half. The front half was scary as fuck. I watched like when I was newly single, living alone, (laughs) and it was like, oh, I should not be watching this right now. I'm kind of (laughs) stoned. The first five episodes focus on the kids individually. Um, yeah, I love the storytelling in it. Like that's my favorite kind of yeah. storytelling. Is like, and they're all represented Damon Lindelof style storytelling. They all represent a different, uh, I think, step of like depression or something. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's it's something like that. I don't remember the exact like specifics of it, but it's something to that effect, mm-hmm. or, or denial, or or something like that. Um, and then you know from there it goes to the parents, and then of course it's got to wrap it all up and bring them together. Um, and yeah, I mean the the first five episodes are awesome, especially episode five. That yeah, <laughs> it, broke, broke. I won't even lady. spoil that here because <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's on go Netflix for it. free, and that's one of my favorite directors. Actually, um, <laughs> definitely talked about it on this podcast before. I'm pretty sure, at least, probably somewhere half in between this beer that you're drinking now and the beer you drink. Yep. Back in whenever the fuck that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when it first came out. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that show, like I said, uh, I'd put that in very, very high regard. Uh, you know they're making a season two, right? Yep. But it's it's going to be like anthology Different type house, series. Yeah. Like American Horror Story type shit. Yeah, and they actually are using some of the characters. Well, not the same characters, but the same actors. Oh, really? For the new show as well. You know, when are they going to come up with a horror show that's like builds up on itself? Like rather than anthology type shit, yeah. I don't. I'm, I guess they've had like hard. what Bates Motel is that that that's kind of a horror show. Yeah, I mean, you think of any others? It's kind of like explaining something from a movie, you know, or how we got right. there essentially. Right. Um, horror show. I mean, there's horror not, show that isn't an anthology aren't series. The most common thing, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of there's an untapped market there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is there a van- oh, there's been vampire shows, but that's not really. horror. I don't yeah. think they've been framed like as horror. Buffy and like True Blood. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't consider those horror. Like I'm we, trying to even rack my brain to think of another horror show. So what's up with that? Why can't? Why can't? Why hasn't that really existed? Maybe horror series need to be wrapped up. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like maybe it's a little far fetched to keep on like a haunting going on. Past yeah, I was gonna say one. like that because uh, horror. I feel like is is. I mean, there's only so many ways you can you can do it and you can scare someone you know what i mean you, you gotta mm. end the build up and it's probably hard to sustain oh. over a you know what we're, th- we're forgetting a show we're forgetting the biggest horror show one of the biggest shows in the world the playboy one <laughs> no they were all whores come on <laughs> the one that stars a bunch of little kids stranger things yeah yes okay so they figured it out yeah because i mean that's definitely a horror genre right like 80s yeah. horror oh yeah that's like nostalgia 80s mm-hmm. like it not not it well i guess it yeah it kind of borrows from yeah, that definitely. like the thing like et you know close encounters I think was a horror movie but yeah it takes know, a little bit of elements and kind of you know i guess that's the closest thing that we have to like a successful horror show but that's not like it's super not like scary. super scary like no. it, there are some parts that could you know make how, you jump. You but... know how I know it's not super scary? Mike Carls watched it. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Shout out to Mike Carls, you little pussy bitch, afraid of uh, goddamn jump scares, <laughs> jump scares. <laughs> but yeah, that, I do like that show. I uh, 
I wasn't like the. It's it's okay. The last season was I, I was like okay. That show. I I thought the last season was it was better really than the good. second season. A lot better than the second. Yeah. Um, first season still probably the first season is probably the best. But I mean, the last season I liked it a lot. You know, the second I've said this on the podcast before, but the fucking second season just had that other whole other storyline with Eleven, where like they oh. met all those other people that had powers, and it just had nothing to do with anything. And right, you're just I like, just knew how it was how it should have went. I wish I was in that writers' room. Yeah, it is always frustrating when you're like, just get back to what I care about. <laughs> when fucking what are we doing? When fucking Will was like in season two, when Will was uh, under control of the mind flayer or whatever that's what it's called right yep and like they had to put him in a room where he didn't know where it was like so he couldn't send them there yep why didn't they bring that girl that could make you see stuff that's not there there to do that because that would have brought the whole thing together full circle yeah and and it would have been been a fucking really cool twist come on hire me writers yeah i don't know if writers hired me but it's actually (laughs) awesome nick it would have been fucking dope. That would have been sweet. Yeah, like, that would that would have made me not hate that girl because I I was like, why are you here? Yeah, that was just like a bullshit storyline that didn't have anything to do unless like unless they randomly bring it. I guess they could bring it back. They this are going to be bringing her back at some point. Okay, is, is what I've heard. It's just like I don't know why they. I don't know. There's it's flawed in uh, the structure of the story for season two, season three. All right, so let me ask you this about Stranger Things. Um, Hopper's definitely still alive, right? think so i don't think they killed david harbour yeah he's the american that they have in like the the postlude or the epilogue whatever it is i don't know what you even call it yeah, it's yeah. not an epilogue because the story's not over stinger at the end yeah yeah i'm and hoping credit scene is probably they never show his dead body which in tv means you're still fucking alive and they say no not the american at the end like like okay who else would that be it's got to be someone we know or else they would have said someone you know <laughs> yeah if you don't see the dead body you're always alive, unless you're Stannis Baratheon. But that's the exception, not the rule. Yeah, you know, I know Game of Thrones just fucked that up. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Fucking great ride, terrible ending. <sighs> season eight just came out to buy. I have every season up till now, and I didn't buy it. And I don't know if I want it. I'm kind of just like, I want it to like complete I'm my per- collection. But... I'm pretty okay with the first three episodes. <sighs> yes. But, like, honestly, anything after that is completely garbage. It's so sour. Like, even going back like and rewatching it, like, I love the first couple seasons. They're so good. But yeah. knowing now where it all ends, it's like, why do I even want to rewatch it? You know? it's, like, it's like they didn't even fucking try. No, like, not at all. It's. <laughs> they should have just. They kind of should have just had <laughs> the first three episodes and somehow tried to make Cersei more involved. Like,. And the frustrating thing is... They should have all came together and fought the Night King, and that should have been the end of it. Yeah. Well, the frustrating thing, too, is, like, HBO was down, like, to do way more. They yeah. were like, yeah, we'll give you ten seasons if you need it. And they were like, nah, we're just gonna rush it in these last six episodes where we possibly can't wrap up every thread and make... You know, uh, it was just terrible. Very frustrating, very annoying, and very selfish of... Uh, DB, DB and Dan, Weiss, whatever the yeah, they don't Dan even deserve to have their names uttered. Yeah, well, they're going to for history for creating honestly the worst ending to a show I've ever seen. Like especially, and they just quit Star Wars. You see that? Good. I thought they got fired from it. I hope so. 
Actually, they might. They probably. You know what probably happened? They were probably forced to quit because their reputation is forever tarnished by what they did to Game of Thrones. Yeah, like, like we even have like you. videos online of like actors being interviewed about Game of Thrones. And they're like openly laughing about how terrible it yeah. is. Like, like they all knew. Uh, bullshit. I don't know. I don't know. That's. I don't know how HBO didn't step in. Whoever's like show running these shows and like making sure everything's good should have been like, okay, you're fucking fired. We're <laughs> we're doing fired, we're, Bob. We're doing more of this because like there's I don't I don't know how George I think George is gonna end his books with Bran being the king and like Daenerys is going to oh sure light everything like on fire and Jon Snow is going to kill Daenerys, but there has got to be a different way of getting there, like yes. a much better way. I don't even know if George is going to actually finish the books, to be honest. Because I've been I was just going to ask you about that. Is there any word on that? No, I've been I've been like there was a ta- a time where I Google searched for two years every single day Winds of Winter news, and then I was like, okay, it's never happening, and still has never happened. And Winds of Winter is and there's already to be... this the, the fucking book series is not going to be completed before the goddamn TV show series spin off that. They announced um, called like Fire and Blood. Yeah, this is gonna be about Targaryen history. Comes out like that. Sh- that that whole series will probably finish before even the fucking Winds of Winter. And th- how do you, how are you even gonna get how to that Dream of Spring? They're supposed to they're supposed so to be two more. two more. Yeah. Okay. Oh God. Yeah. And I was fucking obsessed with those. And when books. did the last book come out? Before this one, I read all of them in 2013, and I think of Dance with Dragons came out in 2011. So eight years. And he's already up there. Eight years. He's already, what, 60-something? Uh, Alexa, how old is George R.R. R. Martin? George R.R. R. Martin is 71 years oh, old. Yeah. 71. He was born on September that's not 20th, good. 1948. Oh, that's not good at all. Would you also like to know the net worth of George R.R. R. Martin? No. That's not what we asked. That's not what we asked, Alexa. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Never mind. You know, you can't say that word. It's like Voldemort. <laughs> right, my bad. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Um, uh, okay, so, you know, I don't know. I thought we were done talking about Game of Thrones in this podcast, but apparently my fire just, burns deep. Just keep like coming a ruby. back. <laughs> I do have Game of Thrones artwork in here, and I do plan on replacing it with Game of Thrones jerseys. So, I mean, that show is still super important to me. It's, yeah. It will always have a place in my heart but it, it is it was soured a bit i still we still have that game of thrones dynasty league did you make the playoffs thanks for reminding me <laughs> i did not i don't get ice we have a dynasty league that you some of you guys probably know that whoever wins it gets one of a replica sword from game of thrones and this year it's ice and i made the playoffs for the first time in three seasons so i'm excited you better but, win that because i want to play with it i hope i win it i hope not Mitchell wins it because he already has one, but he could. Actually, you know, if Kruk wins it, that'd be hilarious because his team was garbage at the beginning of the year. But he was the first round or first seed. So, anyways, we're not talking about sports anymore. We're still on um, entertainment. Goddamn entertainment. So I've been watching. Uh, I'm almost through my fifth rewatch of New Girl this year. Um, this year? <laughs> Holy shit. I'm just kidding. I think I've watched it twice this year. But it's still excessive. It's a, it is excessive because those are like twenty-two episode seasons. Uh, <laughs> um, when is there going to be like another really good sitcom? I don't know if have those died. I, I you know I don't even know because I I don't watch 
sitcoms, you know, unless... You ever watch, it, like, Friends or The Office or... Like, no? You probably caught episodes on, on the side, like, well, yeah, around here, people. Well, yeah, here and there, but... But never been into it? No, I, I'll usually wait to watch something, you know, until it's done. Like, so I, I would, you know, I would watch a, a New Girl right now, you know, something that I have immediate access to, the whole yeah. library. And, and I already know it's good, you know, like, I've seen it a couple times with you, mm. you know, I've caught it here and there. I probably watched... You know, maybe two seasons of it all together. Mm. Um, loved every episode. It's so fucking fun. Dude, yeah, New Girl's the best. Fucking love that show. Is it Jake Johnson? That's my boy. Yep. Love it. I will watch anything he's in. I don't know. I just, I like him. <laughs> have you ever seen Safety Not Guaranteed? I have not. <gasps> you would love that movie. It's like an indie movie. It's got Aubrey Plaza. All right. And she finds... Aubrey Plaza of Parks and Rec? Yes. She uh, works for a newspaper and they find a newspaper article where it says um, looking for someone to go back in time no you can't bring any weapons safety not guaranteed and that's the ad interesting and so they go visit the guy who wrote the ad to see like is this guy fucking crazy what's going on and it's just about that but it's like a, a really good indie movie it's that sounds so it's sci-fi sci-fi but it, yeah. it's real like character character based yeah Yes. He also works at the newspaper, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, Is it on like Netflix or something? If it's not, I have it on Blu-ray. You can borrow it. No, I don't have a Blu-ray player I'll because it's 2000. Or something. It's almost 2020. Is it still Cyber Monday? I'll fucking buy you a Blu-ray. Uh, just buy me a PlayStation. <laughs> you could have got one for like 150 I saw, bucks. I, I saw 20 or 200 bucks. I almost bought one, but I was like, I don't need this. We'll get you one. I'll find you a used one. Here we go. I mean, I use PlayStation. Um... Preferably four. I don't need a PlayStation three, even though they do have Blu-ray. PlayStation five is basically going to be out soon. You know, that's why I want to wait because I just want to buy one of those. Actually, we could talk a little bit about fucking uh, video games. PlayStation five. Oh, uh, yeah. Did did Microsoft announce a new Xbox? I feel like I did hear something. What was it called? They have a name for it already. I don't remember. Oh, PlayStation five. Like I think the big thing that I've heard is it's supposed to be like no downloading like oh time. please please like not downloading time but like um you know you play a game and like you have to wait like for something to Upload. load no loading time like between like levels or something yeah like you know if you're like there's a couple beat, games beat, that have beat. done that on ps4 but isn't that like isn't it like kind of like do it in a bullshit way well um like god of war 4 mm-hmm. they do it where the cut scene is kind of the loading time yeah. but it's like it's telling you a story and then as soon as the cutscene's over, it automatically goes back into gameplay. So you don't wait at all through the right. whole game. And that's pretty cool because you don't really notice it. You're watching the you know, Yeah, the that's a good way that's a good way to get around it actually. Yeah. But um that'd be great. There's there's so many like I just bought Call of Duty. Every time I turn that game on, I have an update and I gotta wait for it <laughs> to load. Like imagine you click um uh like you click on a game, you turn it on, and it's just you're there. Like you don't I kinda I actually honestly I kinda like the delay because it gives me a second. But I, I think I heard back when PS4 was first coming out, like, or maybe it was even PS3, like, where one of the things about the new Tony Hawk Pro Skater was going to be there was no, like, uh, waiting in between stuff. But they got around that by just making you skate through a very long tunnel to get to, like, new levels, which is just takes place at the downtime and all this is just, like, going back and See, forth yeah. so the Give me computer can process something like that. Yeah. But this one's supposed to be a lot um, better than that, you know? As in, as it doesn't have that bullshit, AK or whatever. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've just been craving playing like a shooter game again because I've literally since Super Smash Brothers came out over a year ago now. Oh, no, no, just about a year. It's been out for just about a year. I've not played a different video game besides Legends of Zelda Breath of the Wild. So when you play video games, do you prefer games like that, like an RPG, or do you like story games, or like what's your thing? I love Super Smash Brothers. That's my game, uh, obviously. Uh, Sure. uh, I tend to like... I only have a Nintendo Switch. Would you like like a cinematic game that's like a, a almost like a movie, like a story? I don't know, but like that's the closest thing I had for that is Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, which is my favorite game that I've ever played. Like I had so much fun going through that story, um, but it's like more cartoony and I I don't know. I I've just I haven't played many. I haven't really played many story games. Like you're thinking of like games like Drake's Uncharted or something. Oh yeah, those games are great. Like my I was actually thinking with that a, game. a separate game that that same company made. It's my favorite game. It's called The Last of Us. Mm. And if you buy a PlayStation Four, I will literally buy it for you. Okay. I, I bought it for a guy at work. Here number three, politics. The president grabbed me. All right, Jeff. Well, Kamala Harris has dropped out of the race for the Democratic primaries the impeachment inquiry has uh reached a new hold level. up oh. oh we gotta hold up everybody as much as i love politics nick um, <laughs> and as much as i'd love to spend 30 minutes talking about them uh, i'm gonna call an audible here uh and uh i was just having too much fun talking about entertainment uh, that's kind of my life so. all right so what kind of entertainment do you want to talk about now um how about as opposed to things that we may have seen and already know we like how about things that are like upcoming things that you know we can just hypothesize about so like the future of entertainment what we are looking forward to yeah well i've got a shit ton of stuff so why don't you lead us off oh well have you heard of this uh this new tv show um it's currently uh, i think it's in production it's called the devil in the white city uh, it's actually something that's directed or going to be directed by Martin Scorsese. Okay. Starring Leonardo DiCaprio as a serial killer. Interesting. So, and wait, it's a TV show? It's a TV show. Is it HBO? Um, You know what? I'm not sure if they've sold it off to a certain network just yet. Like I said, it's something they're working on. I fucking hope it's like HBO. But not not just a serial killer. It's America's first serial killer. Who is wait? So is it based on, like it's real nonfiction? Yeah, nonfiction. Who? So w- which one? His name's Doctor H. H. Holmes. He was a guy who, uh, again, he was the first serial killer from like the early 1800s, I believe. Um, and he he literally conned people um, through like life insurance. He would like marry women and like kill them off, and then collect their life insurance and oh i actually just listened to a podcast about this yeah and then he built my most common phrase said on this podcast itself but (laughs) he uh he he ended up with his money he went to like the world fair wherever that was you know Uh in america and he he bought a hotel that he specifically designed for killing people and he made like hallways that led to nowhere rooms where he could suck the air out and kill rose red yeah like it's insane but imagine Leonardo DiCaprio in that role. Like, I'm so excited for this. Because <laughs> he never really plays, like, a, a villain. Yeah. Except for in Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street. But Sure. <laughs> but it's like a anti-hero. Like fucking Walter White. But, <laughs> um, okay. But, yeah. So, it has, so it's like, it's, it's this is, like, kind of super far in advance. Yeah. 
I like to I like to keep my eye out for things like this. <laughs> okay, they excite me. Um. Uh, okay. Something I'm looking forward to. Uh, this is gonna be. You know, everyone's looking forward to this, and it comes out in a couple of weeks. But the final Star Wars film, sure, um, Rise of Skywalker, can't wait for that. Fucking, I know we have different opinions on the Last Jedi, um, but it's still Star Wars. Yeah, which was my favorite besides Rogue One out of all of them, and it was your least favorite, right? Yeah. Um, Why? I mean, there's a. I just did not like the story in that one. I felt like so many things, like the whole. All of a sudden, these spaceships have gas or whatever. Where oh, we're running out of gas. We we can't run away. And then it was like the slow chase through space for yeah. And then them not telling Cameron Poe or not Cameron Poe. I'm thinking of fucking Face Off. What's his name? Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. I think it's just Poe. Poe, yeah. Poe Poe Dameron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cameron Poe. That's. Uh, but yeah, them not telling him the whole movie like their plan for no reason whatsoever, only to be like, oh, we actually saved everyone, even though we didn't, and half mm. of us died. <laughs> it's like, what kind of plan was that? I just there's a lot of things. The whole casino planet was that was not about it. I just think that that's basically a setup for this next movie because I have a theory about why it's called Rise of Skywalker, and I think it's just gonna turn Skywalker into not a name but more a of a like. You know, like basically, like in, you you seen any of The Walking Dead? A little bit. Like you seen any of the Negan shit? Online. Well, you know how they like not in context. Like all, like all the characters always say like that are like Negan followers to say I am Negan. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's just like, I think that's what it's gonna be with like with Skywalker. Like I am Skywalker, and I am, you know, a good person that's gonna defend the uh, what is good in the world. The only thing I didn't really like about the only thing I really hated about uh, Last Jedi was that fucking Lay Leia scene where she's like out in space and like uses the Force to get back. That just that was something that was so far fetched. She to just me. like flies back. <laughs> but what really won it for me was the whole Ridley, uh, Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver connection, or Ray and uh, Kylo Ren connection, and their like Force dynamic, and then finding out that uh, Ray's didn't really have her parents weren't anything special, and I think that was like. That's a good twist, I think, because everyone's expecting her to be like the center well, yeah, of Luke. Yeah, it's a good somehow. twist because the first movie, the the first of the new ones, yeah, Force Awakens, Force Awakens, pretty much set up all these things like they were big deals, only to not be. Yeah, and apparently that was just the director just being like, "No, I don't want to do that." So I like now, it. I mean, but now they went back to the original director, who's like, "Fuck, I gotta fix everything." Wait, JJ's back for this next one? Yeah, because of that. Oh, I hope it's not exactly like Return of the Jedi. Because <laughs> yeah. Force Awakens was exactly like A New Hope. <laughs> and I feel like they had to like do that exactly to some like degree, though, <laughs> just to get fans back on board. Because Star Wars isn't as big. I mean, it's fucking huge as Star Wars. Yeah. But with the new, you know, the new people, the new kids are, right. are Marvel. They're not Star Wars. You know what I mean? So I think they're trying to kind of reintroduce them while keeping the old guard of, of fans. And it, I mean, I'm sure it's tough. And it was the exact same story. It was just a bigger Death Star, and like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, do think, I don't know. It's just, it was so stupid. Do you think they're gonna try to redeem Kylo, or do you think they should go more villain with him? They're definitely gonna try to redeem him. They've already set that up, and also that's kind of like you know they tried to redeem Vader in mm-hmm. uh, Return of the Jedi. But do you want that? Because that's that's very Return yes. of the Jedi. I I like redemption stories. Um, I just hope it's more. 
like notable. Like, what, do you, what do you think their relation or, or connection is? Good and bad. I don't know. I don't know because yeah, I feel. It, I don't know. I don't know. There, I mean, there's got to be some reason. For I it, hope there's something. a reason. It, I mean, if now, like, I I think I might have know, known this in the past, but I had forgotten. Now that I know that J.J. Abrams is directing it, who got to give him credit. One of the people that started Lost. You know, we were talking about Lost uh, on on our break, but um, I, I don't know. I don't really know where to like. It, the storyline kind of seems obvious. They emperor laughing in the trailers kind of makes me wonder like because because basically it's just kylo ren in control of this whole army right now right yep because uh snoke is dead gone so which i did like that i like that was unexpected yeah like that fucking battle scene was the best dope um yeah i don't know i don't i don't know where they're gonna go with it and i like that sure i have an idea based on the title uh, how it's gonna like wrap up, um, but well, I'll go see it with you. Yeah, well, let's do it. When's it come out? Like Christmas? December, yeah, it's like December twenty first or something. Yeah, well, we'll probably be able to buy tickets in January. <laughs> um, uh, all right, what else are you uh, looking forward to? Actually, uh, speaking of something coming out in, in just a couple weeks here, I'm actually pretty excited. Have you heard about the movie? It's called Jewel, uh, Richard Jewel. Richard Jewel. Richard Jewel. No. It's the new Clint Eastwood movie? No, but I'm not a big fan of Clint Eastwood, but anyways, go on. His acting or his directing? His whole entire persona kind of you seems like... You Million like, Dollar Baby? Never seen it. Oh, well. Gran Torino? Gran Torino was okay, but had a lot of uh, a lot of questionable things go on in well, that sure. movie. <laughs> a lot of problematic shit. <laughs> but I did like how it seemed really real. Well, this one apparently, uh, it's about... It's also a true story. It's about... Um, you know me, I'm more sci-fi. <laughs> sure. Well, this is about, uh, in 1996, uh, at the Olympics, there was a, a security guard mm-hmm. who found a bomb uh, and ended up saving everyone and, you know, was labeled a hero and whatnot, only to, you know, a week or two later, uh, the FBI leaked that he was actually a suspect for planting the bomb. Oh. So that, coupled with the media kind of latching on to that, uh, kind of destroyed this guy's oh, I've life. Heard about this. Yeah, and it's about that and and how you know they and they essentially ruined his life. You know, for that time period of you know all of a sudden jumping on the bandwagon. It's almost like today's society where like you don't need proof. Um, yeah, and and it, it kind of deals with that and grapples with that and and what like occurred and and the shit he went through and it looks really really good. <laughs> you know that's I I like shit like that. That's like shit that like is uh not directly about today's culture but has all today's cultural elements involved which hey, sorry gotta bring this back guys but fucking watchmen watchmen, watchmen is all about that shit it's about like like a, white people being afraid of like their culture being taken over like unjustly like afraid like you know just stupidly afraid but anyways um uh okay and when's that come out that comes out it looks like from what i can see december 13th so actually oh like, shit like next week yeah the week before star wars damn all right well i'm uh something else i'm looking forward to is the next season of the show the magicians oh <laughs> that's a book yeah so this last season of this show i have you you haven't seen any of it 
I have not. I what is it even on? It's what? on Sci-Fi. Okay. And he just got done with his fourth or fifth season. Um, but yeah, uh, I got those books like right before I started reading the Game of Thrones book. Still haven't finished the third one because I'm not a big reader, and it's been like two years since I've been reading it. But <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the show is like really good. Like I don't know, the first season. So it's like hard for me to suggest people because the first season isn't that good. But after that, it gets really good. And the, the main character is kind of hard to, um, I don't know, he's kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the whole, I, lo- I love the whole lore of everything, like being someone that has read the book. What's the, like, um, if you were just giving me a, like a like dummy a synopsis. synopsis, yeah. All right, so easiest dummy synopsis synopsis is um, Harry Potter, but in college with a lot more sex, and they don't use wands. Oh, okay. They do use their wands. Lots of sex. Yes. (laughs) But, like, so basically, so it's like, it's a mix between Harry Potter, but in college with a lot more sex, and um, uh, the Chronicles of Narnia. Like, there's a a lot of Chronicles of Narnia, like, influences in it. Like, because, like... So the main character in the show was obsessed with these books about this uh, mythical place called Fillory, which is like you know I think a lot like the Chronicles of Narnia. Sure. Um, where and then it ends up that place. I mean, this is a slight spoiler, but it's not really. That place turns out to be real. So like they and they literally go through it through like a like either a clock or a wardrobe or something like like something very similar. <laughs> but huh. the shows have deviated from the books at this point. And something crazy happened at the very end of the last season, like a really big, not even a cliffhanger, just like the end of an, like, I, like something crazy happened that I don't want to spoil for anybody. Um, so, you know, it's good. Yeah. And it was like, so it was so perfectly put together too. They set it up like subtly throughout the whole season. And then it ends like that. It made me cry, like literally cry. Oh, wow. <laughs> Um, it was really good, and then and I thought I thought the show was gonna be over, but now they're going on, and I can't wait for the next season. That's always awesome. That's mm-hmm. I mean, Game of Thrones did that just to kind of tie that back. I mean, remember when all the Starks died, and you're like, "Yep, how can the show go on?" But it does, and it gets so good. Right. So I, hopefully, I mean, I haven't seen it, but you're making me want to watch it. <laughs> you should watch it and just barrel through the. It's all on Netflix. It's, I don't know if the newest season is on Netflix yet, but barrel through it the first season. Because it gets so much better after that, huh? And just like it, it, it's it's like it's like a show that's like su- they have so many pop culture references in it. Like there's literally a scene like where like so like this girl eventually gets like this like her eye taken out and gets replaced by like an eye that a, like a, the the fairies. Which, you know, there's a lot of uh, fantasy stuff in sure. it. Sure, but like the fairies give her a new eye, but that eye the fairies can see what's going on. So. In order for them to have a conversation that the fairies don't understand, they have to talk in pop culture references. So they're like referencing like 2006 Britney Spears and shit. Like, <laughs> it's just like really, really, uh, really funny, and uh, it's got a lot of magic in it. I don't know. I just like it. Huh. What's next for you? Uh, mine's back to the movie realm, um, and it's actually a movie I haven't heard anyone talking about. Okay. Except like some of my I, I'm real into like review circles and like people seeing his stuff in advance and I've heard nothing but good things about a movie called Uncut Gems never heard of it Adam Sandler drama interesting 
See if he can be uh, as good as Punch Truck Love. Yeah. It's about a, uh, a jewel, uh, like a jewel store owner. Mm-hmm. Um, and he makes a series of high, like high end bets. Um, and it's about like just uh, like a night or, or some time in his life uh, where, you know, he's got all this high stakes, you know, these these bets going on, people like, trying to get money. Talking about like sports bets? Or? Yeah, sports bets. Okay. And actually, one of the stars of it is Kevin Garnett. Oh, Kevin Garnett? Yeah. And, and he's <laughs> in it. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be um, like riveting. Like, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I never heard Back shit to about old this. school, like you said, Punch Drunk Love. Because like, every, every time I've ever seen him do dramas, it's super good. <laughs> I feel like comedians have a lot of darkness in them, so like, yeah. they lend themselves to dramas. I mean, I've and, only seen, like, so what, his two, like, big drama movies, like, obviously Punch Drunk Love, like, straight up drama, and Funny funny People. Funny People. Yeah, has a lot of, of dramatic elements in it. I know sure. it's still probably technically a comedy, but it's not even that funny. But I thought it was good. Yeah. And Click, I mean, that's more of a comedy, but there were some... As click is definitely more of like a sitcom-style comedy. Sure, sure. But there, I mean, there's some like dramatic yeah. stuff at the end, you know. He's just always excelled at that. And mm-hmm. it's Anything nice to see him do dump with... something that's not Jack and Jill level. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that has to do with like Groundhog Day type shit, like Click or mm-hmm. um, like Happy Death Day. Like, I just, I don't know. I really... Because of how much I loved uh, Groundhog Day. I, I actually like, I just like watched that like for that. the first time like the first? five days ago. Wait, Groundhog Day? Yeah. Really? What'd you think? I loved it. It's so good. Yeah, dude, that's like my favorite movie. That's I always got it. Uh, like, like my favorite movie. That's not like like, like that. I like because you know when, I, when you say your favorite movie, you want it to be something like cinematic and kind of dramatic. Yeah, but that's probably really my favorite movie. I can see it. It was super good. It was like funny. It was, Ned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I always. Uh, I mean, I had intended to watch it actually for a long time. It always got compared to another movie I like, Live Die Repeat because um, with same, Tom Cruise it's the same premise literally yeah um, like fucking that Rick and Morty episode we just watched yep, same yep, thing yep just the the over and over but a movie that can make that interesting and like constantly switch mm-hmm. it up and, and there was a lot of heart behind that movie too like him right. him like actually becoming a, a good person <laughs> and like understanding that he wants to be with her that was that was awesome did you see did you see Happy Death Day I did yeah. it was a fun it, it was, was it's a fun movie it's it like kind of has like the same kind of concept yeah it's like the, the well, lesser like exactly version of that, the same but, kind of concept but more a horror right yeah it was fun i heard this i didn't see the second one but i heard it's fun as well yeah no uh no complaints they're about equal level for me okay second one gets more sci-fi so i might like it a little more <laughs> that's what i heard like the reason why she's going back and, and stuff and the character has a much tougher choice at the end so like Ooh. Yeah, the second one you should watch it. I like the if girl. If you like the first tree. one especially, I like her. Yeah, she's a good actress. She kind of made the first movie, I think. Oh, for sure. Because you got to kind of root for the character. It's like one of those movies that no one talks about or ever mentions, because it's not like anything like that you need to like talk about. It's not like something you have to see, but right. it's like oh just God. a solid movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Something I'm looking forward to that's not even guaranteed, um, and this is taking it out of the movie realm, but uh, Modest Mouse. A band that I love should be coming out with a new album next year, and I can't wait for that. Huh. How long has it been since the last album? <sighs> the last album was Strangers to Ourselves, and I believe that came out in 2015. Ooh. But when it came out, or maybe, it, actually, I think it might have been 14. Yeah, it was 14. I think. I don't know. But um, <laughs> 14 or 15. 
But when it came out, like the the lead singer basically said that he already has enough for the next album, and it's just about amount of time it takes for like the studio to let them put it out. But obviously that wasn't true <laughs> because there's not a new album yet, and they're like one of the bands that I grew up listening to, and they've been like making music since the '90s, and they're still around. And you know, like my other favorite band, Brand New, never gonna make more music again because you know all the shit that happened with uh, the lead singer. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, that'll that'll hold you up. Yeah. Um. So I can't wait for like, cause it's been like this year we had Vampire Weekend to come out with a new album. Like in terms of like my favorite artists, and you know I just started liking Post Malone. Came out with a new album, loved it. Um, Vampire's Weekend new album was amazing. So what's next for my music uh, future? Well, hopefully Modest Mouse. Love another Alt J album. Um, Arctic Monkeys. I think they probably got another year before they make another one. I don't know. I'm just excited to get back into my root music rather than like exploring this new <laughs> genre that i've been sure. loving yeah i love music man music is it's one of the biggest parts of my personality mm-hmm. um and then who's your favorite artist <sighs> poets of the fall no no you've definitely showed me a song by them before not even close uh yeah nobody knows about them <laughs> i think that's why i like them so much they're kind of my own like thing you know yeah i um, mean like if i didn't make all of my friends listen to brand new all the time and i no one would fucking know about brand new right in, isn't that kind of nice group. like it's it's like your own like i found them yeah these are mine like yeah. this is mine no one can take it from me my music taste is so varied like i like rap i like like you said all all j like whatever i like mm-hmm. i like it all um and i mean even just the other day, you showed me uh, that gooey song. Yeah, gooey by Glass Animals. I don't know shit about Glass Animals. I just know that yeah. song from last week's guest, Sophia that, Bastis. Nice. And, and yeah, like, I'll take that, you know, and I'll, I'll listen to that song, and then I'll listen to maybe a couple more songs by that band. And then I'll, you know, find some songs that are kind of offered up or, or mm-hmm. related to that band, and I'll, I'll kind of go down the rabbit hole on that. And, you know, you'll find one or two songs that you you dig, and and yeah. I I love the search of new music. It's fun, man. It excites me. It's fun. Uh, music is very, very, very important to me. <laughs> um, uh, uh. I wish I listened to it more, but like since the invention of pod or since my discovery of podcasts, I've been listening to a lot less music, like in the car or whatnot, because I do drive around for a living. So I'm just listening to like all these podcast rather than like all these different artists and like the only ones i do is when people show me them and most of my friends are just showing me like hip-hop or rap music and sure i'm just starting now to get into it which is nice to have this whole avenue of music opened up to me that's what it is too you kind of get Mm -hmm. like like a post malone he's kind of like poppy but he also a little rap like not really but yeah it's like like you said some some kind of pop genre that i don't know how to describe right and then you kind of branch off that and you get a little more you know hardcore into like a different kind of rap and then eventually you're just in like straight gangster rap and you're just like how did i get here (laughs) but it's like it's so subtle and it's that's the ride and it's awesome right all right um what else you looking forward to uh have you heard of this movie 1917 sam mendez directed uh it's the one shot well, yes, supposed yes. one shot war movie. Uh, is, is it coming out this year, right? It comes out the same day as Uncut Gems, I think December 20. I heard that this was going to be the next, like that. um, uh, Dunkirk. Same. Yeah, I, I heard it's the best war movie since like Saving Private Ryan, mm-hmm. um, which is super high praise. Uh, yeah, that I mean, that I, opening scene, Saving Private Ryan, Saving, Saving Private Ryan, w- was like 
scary when I watched it when I was oh, yeah. younger. Well, I, I actually think like the made, made me terrified of going to war. I never. That's probably the reason I never even considered joining the army. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that, I mean that's super high praise because like my favorite war movie recently is is Hacksaw Ridge, which I thought was amazing. I haven't seen it. Oh, you? That's the Mel Gibson one. Yeah, you probably won't see it. Kind of hate that guy. Well, you got to separate <laughs> the art from the artist, man. I know. I do listen to brand new. It's so. <laughs> it's so good, but. Um. Yeah. Apparently, I mean, uh, the the whole one take thing. It's kind of experimental, and, and and they said it's kind of like playing, like we said earlier, like a video game where you're like following someone, and you're you know you're almost behind them. Yeah. As the movie's going, and they said so that, rather than like a first person shooter, it's like a third person shooter. Yeah, and they said that it's almost like a like you're always on edge because you're like they're like turning corners and like mm-hmm. you're just like there's a fucking sniper there's this there's that and there's like everything just goes wrong and it's always the tension is just building and building and i'm pretty excited to see that i mean i've never the uh, birdman i think is the only movie yeah i was gonna reference birdman that i've ever seen you know a movie that's been one take there was an episode of uh, hill house that was one take as well like three takes but long takes and, yeah. and it, it's really cool because it, it does immerse you into a movie to like not see that cut and to know that like there's so much riding on mm. everyone doing the right I mean, thing i'm pretty sure that they probably have like little oh, little sure. parts where they do cut Absolutely. the camera but it doesn't look like it sure but like you know like even, hundreds even have you seen the show daredevil mm-hmm. like fucking the that like first hallway fight scene yeah like for that one there is not a cut like and it's just straight up choreography the entire time and that's like super goddamn like it's like talking about it, it's making my hair stand on edge a little bit so thinking about like the shit that it took to pull that off because like if you don't get it in the first take because you're never going to get it in the first take you got to do it a bunch more times like my favorite movie like my actual favorite movie all time Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind there was this scene in it where like um uh like Jim Carrey's freaking out like they're in like this weird like not real place yeah and like he has to do all these costume changes and I remember in film school they were talking to me about it and they're like that scene almost made Jim Carrey quit the movie because the director was insistent on happening and it just was impossible and they just yeah. got lucky and got it right one time like after like the 14th, 14th take or something and imagine being like because I'm sure the director's always evolved in some capacity in like the editing but like imagine oh, yeah. having to choose between your takes and then like finally getting it but even so you know there's always going to be something that's not perfect within right. that take because i mean at some point you just have to accept it it's it's not going to be perfect if it's a you know a super long take and having to like decide between your takes and be yeah. like that one <laughs> one more for safety all right this is going to take but you know as, fucking as a, hours yeah, as a director it's going to be like yeah you can't just like redo i saw it. that guy who who didn't fall the way he was supposed to and like god damn it but that's the best take like right you this. can't just redo a reaction yeah. you have to like you know if you're doing like just random close-up like monologue it's easier to redo than doing like a like 20 minute take like that's you know that's super impressive and that's the reason they do that because like filmmaking is going to keep getting more and more impressive just like graphics keep getting more and more impressive like they're going to be doing crazier things to keep themselves relevant and to uh, set themselves out apart from the crowd sure that's why like I've uh, I, you know my my brother uh, re- recently released a rap album, and uh, he asked me for a music video, and I said like, why don't we just try to do the entire album in one take, and <laughs> that would be like that would if if we could pull that off, that would get no notoriety like that would go viral, you know? yeah, absolutely. 
We just got to think of a good concept and a possible way to execute it. Huh. I got, I got something to show you when we're done here. <laughs> All to right. Help, 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 help with that journey. Um, uh, yeah. Okay, something else I'm looking forward to. Yes. Uh, do you watch Better Call Saul? I've watched some of it. I, I'm, I'm admittedly behind the new season comes out next year, and it's, it's, there, there was there was no uh, no season this year. Three seasons so far, four seasons. It's either the fourth or the fifth season that's going on too. Jesus, I'm getting old. <laughs> Seems like Breaking Bad just ended. But uh, but I like I actually do like Better Call Saul better than Breaking Bad, especially these last two seasons. Better? Yeah. Oh mm. my goodness. Like it's like maybe not watching maybe, maybe, Better Call Saul. Maybe not better than the last season of Breaking Bad, which I think was the best. Ooh. But um, these last two seasons have been like I don't know. It's it, it works in sequence with Breaking Bad. Well, sure, somehow. sure. Is is it? Because I obviously what I've seen is is before mm. you know. Uh, is it leading into the beginning of Breaking Bad? Like at this point, can you see where it's gonna connect? Yeah, you. It's basically like it's basically Saul Breaking Bad, <laughs> right? Like, it's like less uh, like druggy and like super gun violent and whatnot. It's more of like watching this lawyer turn into a crooked lawyer, the sleazy lawyer that he is. And in it's, it's just like such su- such good writing in that. And, you know, and we just witnessed El Camino. Sure. Um, everyone, you saw it, right? Yeah. You, oh yeah. You're, yeah. Okay. Um, you know, Saul wasn't in that at all, but you know that was the epilogue of the whole series, so. We have this left to look forward to, so I'm like excited because I think they said there's only going to be two more seasons. Which I don't is know nice. if that's true. It's but... nice that they have a plan because it's still Vince Gilligan, right? Yeah. Okay. It's really yeah. good. Like he it's knows, still that style. He knows to tell a story a... and to quit it before it's, you know, it's run its course, right. which is nice. It's like it's got this. It's got the Breaking Bad style, but it's so different than Breaking Bad because it's like more of it's what I mean. Breaking Bad was super character development. But this one is even more. Like, I feel like I saw up to where like Tuco got involved, which I believe was the end of the first season. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw the the whole first season. Yeah, so I'm so, pretty behind. And the first season wasn't like this well, last yeah, season was the best. Sure, like ah, uh, it's just it's just like so believable, like so believable. Is uh, we're running out of time. What, anything else you, you're fucking with really quick? Um, no. Or you're f- looking forward to fucking with? <laughs> I should say. Uh. Nothing too crazy. Um, no. Um, you, what's next for Marvel? Black Widow. I just saw the trailer. Oh, I heard about that trailer. David um, Harbour is actually in that trailer. That's I'm not excited Russian, for that at all. Russian Captain America. I'm I'm like essentially done with superhero movies unless they progress the Marvel oh. story. So I do not want. So, are you done with Marvel superhero stories? You, well, I mean, okay. Uh, you, you know, you know, I'm talking about Watchmen. What? Okay. Did you see the cast for Batman? There's a new Batman? There's gonna be. What is it? Robert Pattinson's Batman. Oh, I have talked about this before. Paul Dano is Riddler. When is this supposed to come out? 2021, maybe? Yeah, well, I don't fucking care yet. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're done! Woo! Got another one in the books. <laughs> Jeff, where can we find you, follow you, and uh, anything you want to plug? Ah, oh, Jesus. You know, my Facebook, Jeffrey Warner. That's it. 
You don't got any Instagram or Twitter? I do, but I don't use it enough to where you need to follow me. <laughs> That's the standard response for most of my guests, everybody. Just give me a call if you need me. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, uh, it's been real. Thanks for listening. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Wagella. You can find me on Facebook or us on Facebook at Split Six Media. Find us, follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. And as always, gotta end the podcast with thank you, Jeff. My pleasure, Nick, for splitting six with us. <laughs> I'm not